we can all put away this demonic spirit that has dominated our nation by bringing back morals, values, consideration, respect, and the greatest of these, love in our daily lives for ourselves and others. Thanks for tuning in to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. Remember, you are an overcomer. Welcome to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. I want to thank you guys for joining me for another episode of Emotionally Healing for the first new year of 2023. I know we all have goals and dreams every year and some get accomplished and some don't. But whatever goals that you didn't accomplish from last year or the years beforehand, you can always add in your 2023 goals. And I know one of mine is emotionally healing. And this is why I do this show to help others gain the tools and knowledge to heal, to be better, so we can restore our relationships, so we can draw in better relationships, better experiences, different things that we can do in our careers, in our family, in our friendships, right? And it's hard because we all have so much going on on a daily basis, right? From bills, maybe children, maybe a husband and wife relationship, maybe friendship right and we have to sacrifice ourselves and extend ourselves to just different areas in our life at each time of the day but we do need to make time for ourselves right to emotionally heal to come back to the right mindset and only how we're going to do that if we gain the knowledge on how to think properly on how to be open understanding loving kind seeing everything for what it is right putting up boundaries that's why I did a lot of self-love shows, right? Because sometimes a lot of trauma has happened to us or we have caused trauma in other people's life because of the lack of boundaries ourselves not having or others may not have had because we overloved them, overextended ourselves, and they took it for granted, right? And in our case, if somebody has wronged us or did us wrong or took our love for granted, sometimes we do this to unsuspected people who really are open-minded, really are loving, really have the best in mind for us. But because it was done to us, we pass that narcissistic and toxic abuse on to others. But we all can heal that. So don't feel bad if you have a lot of steps to work on, right? Or you failed in your emotional healing journey last year. That's why 2023 is a new year. So today's show will be speaking on learning how to love and accept love again after enduring traumatic experiences. Sometimes we all right put up a wall when we have been done wrong, when we don't really trust people, when we have been through wrong situations, relationships, right? And it's hard for us to love again. No one is so easily open to loving any and everybody after enduring harsh situations and hard 
harsh relationships. And sometimes we don't know how to accept love when love is chasing us down, right? Or people are trying to be loving to us because of our past trauma or things we have dealt with, right? Sometimes we may think it's a facade or these people are putting on or they're trying to get something from us. Now, we do know it is evil people all across the world from families to friends to different races, right? But love has no color. It just have a certain character. And if we come knowledgeable on the character and the things of love, right, then we will be able to receive love and give love better to better our experiences in life. So this show, I will be giving you tips on how to learn how to love again and how to accept love. You guys know I am a woman of God, so I also will be speaking on the Song of Solomon. We all know that Solomon was the wisest man on earth, and God blessed him with material gain, physical gain, good looks, and just everything he wanted because the only prayer request he had from God was to give him wisdom on how to lead people. He knew his father David was a great leader, and God was calling him next into the leadership position. And what he prayed for the most was wisdom because he didn't want to lead people down the wrong paths. He didn't want to do people wrong and know that he would lose his favor from God, right? The blessings, all the good things that his father worked so hard to please God to get for him, right? That he may not have to do. And we seen that he didn't have to do it, right? The most he had to do was ask God for wisdom and let God lead him and guide him and use the knowledge and the tools that God was giving him spiritually, right? To help others with their situation and their problems. Not saying that he didn't have flaws, right? We know he had a bunch of flaws, but he always came back to the right mindset. And this is what God is calling us to do because we all are leaders in some area of our life, right? And we want to have the wisdom on how to treat people, how to bring others together, how to mend relationships, right? How to work on some ways that we have that are toxic or negative, right? So we can continue to receive God's blessing and favor in our life. And we can pass that on to our next generation or the people that we are surrounded around. So today's show should be a great show. I will be speaking on learning how to love and learning how to accept love after going through trauma. We have to let down those walls, right? And have to invite love in and we have to work on being loving if we want to receive love and understanding and care and compassion in our life or in different areas in our life and relationships, careers, or just different things like that. So stay tuned after this commercial break. I first will be speaking on learning how to accept love after going through trauma. Stay tuned. So the song says, mountains are still being Strongholds are still being loosed. God, we believe, cause yes, we can see it, that wonders are still what you do. I love this when y'all, it says, and bodies are still being raised. Giants 
so still be enslaved. God, we believe, yes, we can see that wonders are still what you do. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Wallace Norris. Again, I am your fabulous host, Wallace Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. Now, before the commercial break, I told you guys I was going to teach you all how to accept love right after enduring trauma. We all have been through some something traumatic, some negative experiences, right? And some of us let it change us to having a, a, a wall up, right? To not being able to receive love, afraid of giving love because of the things we encountered, the type of people we encountered. But like I always tell you guys, when you add God in your emotional healing, right? God will lead you and guide you and give you the wisdom on why you should continue loving right but just having up boundaries and being able to recognize things that are for you people that are for you and people that is not for you i always tell you guys there is a lot of teachers out there on emotional healing and i'm not saying that their tools their knowledge their wisdom doesn't work because it does but you can't keep the right mindset or continue your healing process without God in there, right? Because when you remove God, you can do nothing on your own. Those tactics, those um, skills, it may work for a little while, right? But we know life is ever changing and God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And his tools, his wisdom works for all generation, all lifetimes, and it's a continuous process. So once you know the word of God, you add in prayer in, right? God will lead and guide you. He will give you the correction you need when you're dealing with certain situations, certain people, right? How to be mindful, how to be kind. So that that brings me to the subject of what love is, right? Before we want to learn how to accept love, right? We have to know what love is not. And we know being negative, angry, people uh, dissing you, discrediting you, always talking negative about you is not love. Now, it's nothing wrong with holding people accountable, right? If they have made a mistake, but we want to know if people are making mistakes or they're doing the, the wrong things, we don't want to talk about them, right? We want to help teach them. Now, that's a leadership mindset, right? That's thinking outside the box because we do know a lot of people don't think outside the box. If they wronged me, if they did certain things, I'm just going to attack them. I'm going to talk about what I don't like about them and what they have done, not looking at it from a spiritual point of view, right? Maybe this person just don't know how to love. Maybe this person don't know what is triggers or what will trigger me. Maybe this person has been through hurt, right? And they need prayer and need someone to be an example to show them what love is, what kindness is, right? So when you add God in, he give you the spiritual aspect of all things. Now you have the wisdom from the spiritual world and then you have the wisdom from going through experiences and, and being around different people and raised in certain families, right? On how to deal with others and 
really how to accept love. Now, what is love, right? Love gives you a feeling or emotion that you are fond of other people, right? You feel warmth toward them. You feel passion toward them. You adore them, right? You like them. You're very friendly toward them, right? You consider them. That's what love is, right? It gives you that warm butterfly feeling toward a person, people, whether it's platonic, romantic, family, or friendships, right? You just feel comfortable and, and warm and passionate and adore them so much that you don't want to see them hurt or you will be that helping hand when they hurt. So another definition of what love is, we can go to the Bible, which is 1 Corinthians 13, 4, 8, which God gave us a detailed definition, a spiritual definition of what love is, right? Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrong. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. So you see from God definition and then just a regular feeling of love, God give us a detailed description of what love is and how you will see love in another person or a group right there patient with you. If you make a mistake, they, they are understanding. They're kind towards you. They don't envy. They don't carry a spirit of jealousy. They don't boast on all their accomplishments and none of yours, right? They're not very prideful and looking down on you, right? They want to include you. They don't dishonor others. Now, like I said, it's nothing wrong with holding people accountable or letting them know their faults or your triggers or things that you just did not like. But when you're going harshly, going below the belt with low blow comments and things you know people are struggling with or things they have endured, that's dishonoring others, right? And you're not trying to dishonor them for your own self gain, right? Right. When with love is not self-seeking, love loves itself. It accepts itself and it accepts other people. Again, love keeps no record of wrongs. What is records of wrongs? Now, that's something that we all can struggle with. Right. Sometimes we ourselves don't look at people when they change. We remember the things they have said and done to us in the past, whether it was a relationship or friendship or a family ship, right? And not looking at the change we see in them, the growth we see in them, and we hold them accountable or look at them from their old ways. Or it can be vice versa, right? As we emotionally heal and grow and work on being better and being loving and kind, people may remember the things we might have said and done, right? Just holding you accountable to things that you have been surpassed, levels that you have surpassed, things that you didn't work through and change from, right? So it can go vice versa. Like I said, it can be either us or it can be other people that's keeping a record of wrong. So like I said, when you add God into your emotional healing, he gives you a deep understanding, a deep wisdom on how you can be correctly, bring love in correctly, restore relationships correctly, work on yourself, your mind, your thoughts correctly. Now, with that being said, to accept love, 
First, you have to accept yourself. You know, so many people be so harsh and judgmental on themselves because of what they've been through or what other people have said about them. They don't think that they're good enough or they don't accept their dark side, right? We all have a light in the dark side. We all have flaws we have to work on. So they are rather boast on all the good and not the things they struggle with or things that they need help with, right? So when you are accepting love from other people, you first accept yourself the good the ugly and the bad knowing the ugly and the bad right you need help and you need to work through that and once you can accept yourself the good parts and the negative parts you'll be more quickly to accept others as we are all human right we are all on different journeys and different levels and we all have something to work on so not only with that when you start accepting love from others, right? You're you're accepting their help, their love, their encouragement from you, right? Because some people, you can tell them like, hey, man, I'm struggling with this or I'm going through this. Now, everybody is not going to automatically say, oh, well, let me be a helping hand or let me help you. You know, some people do laugh at your downfalls. Some people do laugh at what you're struggling with, but not everybody is the same, right? Some people have learned from their trauma, from their different experience in life, and they know it's better to be of help to others because you never know where life will bring you at in the future, right? So when you, you are accepting love, you look at a person's character, right? If you tell them something personal or just something that you're going through that may not be personal, but it's a struggle or something that you don't like, and they come to help you, to assist you, to give you good advice, to encourage you and in, in, in believing in yourself and your goals, that's a person that's showing love and you want to accept that. Like I just said, you know what love is not, right? Somebody that's con con constantly talking down upon you, com comparing you to themselves, always looking down on you, right? Always have something to say, expecting you to be a, a, a certain way and you're not that. If they can't accept you for who you are, they are not loving people. But if they accept you and they help you along your journey and along your way and give you good ideas, good advice that can help you grow, then that's a loving person. So you want to be able to accept that. You want to be able to listen to others as they communicate with you through their struggles, through their fears, or through their ideas, or just their accomplishments, right? When you find somebody that can listen to you, honestly listen to you, whether you're doing good or bad, and they're there to be that helping hand, to encourage you, to, 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 to woo you on, to support you, then you know you are around loving people and you can accept the help and you can accept their advice even if it's just not something you feel comfortable with, it's okay to agree to disagree. You know, they're going to love you no matter what. They just there in your life because they want to see the best for you. That's accepting love. Now, to give love right now, I just spoke on accepting love and what love is. Learning how to give love after traumatic experiences. First, you have to rebuild your own self-esteem, right? Letting yourself know that I am good enough. That's part of accepting yourself, whether you have, you know, we all have good and bad flaws, right? But building up your self-esteem that, that I am worthy of love, that I am worthy of respect, that I am somebody of value, right? Especially if I'm working on my ways, especially if I treat others with respect, especially if I show up. Up for others, I require that same thing. Working on your self-esteem, letting you know that you are worthy of love 
and everything else that you try to give out to other people, right? Then you want to practice being kind, being caring, being concerned for other people, being able to show attention to other people. We all love praise and worship the God that we serve, right? He bless us more if we praise and worship him, right? So if someone is showing up for us, if somebody is blessing us, if somebody is helping us, the first thing you want to do is give that person or those people attention thank them first be grateful show gratitude don't overlook it as it is nothing because not everybody have that type of person or people in their life that show up for them to buy them gifts to help them out when they're struggling and if you have those type of people around you you want to show that gratitude you want to show that attention you want to show that kindness you want to show that concern Or, like I said, if you see some other person going through something that you recently went through or struggling with something that you had to get over and deal with, or that's on the same thing that you are, it's nothing about, it's nothing wrong with trauma bonding if you trauma bond with somebody that's trying to grow with you. You don't want to trauma bond with someone that's trying to stay stuck in the wrong mindset and keep dwelling on the negative and everything that happened and coming up with negative ideas on how to move forward. You want to move forward in a healthy way, knowing whatever happened to you, whatever you endured, it didn't kill you, right? It might have broke you a little bit, right? But you can heal from that. Now you are more experienced in what love is not. And now you can be ready and willing to accept love now that you know what love is, right? And now you will know how to give love and how to be more kind, how to be more considerate, how to be more grateful, how to be more thankful for the people who really does show in their character, the love, the concern that they are being there for you, even when they are struggling, right? Because some people be struggling and still out there helping people, or even when they're not, it don't matter what situation they is, it's in their character. If they're kind, if they're loving, if they're concerned, if they're worried about your growth and trying to help you out, show that gratitude. And that's how you learn how to give love by showing gratitude and thankfulness and giving people their attention and props when props is due. If you want encouragement, you have to know that other people want encouragement too. Whether they say it or not, it's just showing that I am grateful and I am thankful for you coming in my life or being that helping hand or working with me as I grow and not judging me on every step or every fall that I have, but believing that I can do better and get better and, and being a helping hand toward me. That's how you accept love and give love. So after this commercial break, I will be speaking on the Song of Solomon. So stay tuned. Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Evangelist Walesa Norris is who your soul needs to be inspired. Book an appointment at fastfeathers.weebly.com. And when you feel good, you look good. That's why Walesa has outfits for every occasion, wigs for any situation, and furniture that gives your home a new, new elevation. Whether you almost lost your mind from toxicity or emotional abuse, or just looking for guidance to help you take that next step, Walesa has created the perfect course to help you get a better understanding and to heal from emotional abuse. It's all available for purchase at keepmedifferent.com. Why would you want to shop at any other brand but one that has it all for growth, faith, style, and home decor? Lord, 
Treat me different. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Wallace Sonoris. I hope you guys are enjoying this show thus far on learning how to accept love and learning how to give love after enduring trauma. Now, when you endure trauma, right, even though we may not like it, even though it came out with negative situations or trauma experience we wasn't expecting to happen or things didn't happen that we wanted to happen, that also can cause trauma, right? When we had a high expectation and all of it came crashing down and none of the things that we hoped for happened, right? And it came out a negative situation, but we can learn through the negative if we have a open mind, right? Because the trauma teaches us what is not love, what we shouldn't do, what we should accept and what we shouldn't accept, right? Trauma leads us to uh, what self-love and having boundaries and, and appreciating respect and love from those who give it. Because when we give love in a toxic relationship or a narcissistic relationship, it is not reciprocated, right? And it don't matter how hard you try, whatever you do to try to make a person happy or give them right, they always find something wrong. They always belittling you. They always try to bring down your spirit. So we know what love is not from traumatic memories, from wrong relationships, right? Even through family and friendships, we find out through those trauma experiences that this was not love. This is what awakened us up to want to heal and to have more love for ourselves and to, um, collide or or be with other people that does show love and that's going to grow and have healing as well as we do right because especially as you get older if you learn this as you young then you are well on your way right but if you're learning it as you older you really don't have time for the trauma for the drama for the pain for the anguish because like I said before in the beginning of my show we already all have a lot to deal with from bills to kids relationships relationships from family and as you get older you just desire peace right you don't want to be angry um bitter constantly into different uh arguments and drama and stuff because that don't bring your spirit no good right it may satisfy your flesh which is our human nature right but the spirit us is love if you have accepted the good lord jesus in your heart right we know that god is love so he's going to start working out his plan for us and we quench the spirit when we're around so much drama and anger and bitterness and fighting all the time, right? Because God is love. But we notice when we are doing good for others or we are working on goals or we are complimenting others or other people are appreciating us, right? And not only feel good in our body, it builds up our spirit, man, right? Now we have more confidence. Now we like what we're doing. Like Now we like the attention and the different re- relationships that we are in. When we're getting that good, positive feedback and that loving feeling right from different people or whatever relationship that we are in. So with that being said, I want to speak on the Song of Solomon. Now, like I said, we all know Solomon was the wisest man on earth. And because he prayed and asked God to give him wisdom to lead the people and how to live his life, right? God blessed him with so much material wealth, so many uh, beautiful wives 
have so many good people in his life to help him build the temple of God and to have the right mindset and how to help people deal with their different problems. And this is why I pray for wisdom. I hope you guys pray for wisdom as well, because I'm looking for those same blessings that Solomon got. But we know Solomon is the author of the Song of Solomon. And he was talking about a romantic relationship between a husband and wife. Now, it was the lover and her lover, the the beloved speaking, right? The lover and the beloved were speaking to each other. Now, the beloved, and it's one verse that I'm speaking on on this podcast, which is the Song of Solomon 2-7, right? She's warning all the women, right? Do not awaken love until it is so desired. Now, we all have our childish state. Like I said, we all have our immature state that we have to go grow through and get through, right? Sometimes we don't come out just looking for love and different relationships and friendships. We think there's being foolish and talking about people and doing what the in crowd doing brings us joy because it do when you're immature and you're younger, right? You think that that's just the way of being of life. But as you get older and you start dealing with real circumstances, real situations, and you really need help or you need somebody to be that help at hand, being immature and handling things immature and being toxic is not what's up, right? Because that's all you have put out in the universe and that's what's coming back to you. But you don't know that as you when you're immature, right? You don't know that me being foolish and laughing at people downfalls and doing what the in crowd doing and this and that. I never know what I'm going to face, right? But as you start facing real situations and all you put out was foolishness and negativity and laughing at other people, when it's your time to have that support and help a hand and you don't get that right, that's what make you want to mature because you just devastated after going through such a hard situation. So, and that's what make us awaken to love, right? So the Love was telling everybody, don't awaken love unless it's so desired. Now, she wasn't saying, um, hold back your feelings and all of that. Yeah, because we all have feelings and desires and longings for certain people, whether that's in a relationship, platonic, a family, or a friendship. She was just saying that. If you are going to awaken love and you want to be better, you want to add God in, right? You want to be at Jesus' feet. You want to pray about this certain person, this certain group, whether it's romantic or platonic. But we know this was a relationship, right? And so before she even added God in, right, she went on a hunt looking for her beloved, the one that was treating her with love that she just didn't you know, she took for granted for a while. So she had to go through all these horrible experiences until she found the one that loved her. Now, in our situation, the one that loved us the most is Jesus. But in her situation, she was looking for the man, which was uh, King Solomon, right? That maybe she took for granted. He gave her all the love that she wanted. He was really nice to her and kind to her. But because she was immature, because she thought a certain way, because she did what the in crowd did, right? When it was time for her to receive that love and, and, and receive that gift that he had for her, right? 
all of a sudden she was encountering all the wrong situations, all the wrong people. And that's what made her remember the one person that loved her the most, right? The one person who was there for her the most. And so that's why she say, don't awaken love until it's so much desire. Because when she awakened love, she awakened love at an immature state. And she had to go through all these harsh situations and all these different people to realize the one that really loved her, she took for granted treated him any type of way just to be with other people. And those other people felt her horribly and miserably, right? She talked about how they called her. They beat her. They talked about her, the leaders that she looked up to, right? They didn't want to really have nothing to do with her either. So the one that really loved her, she remember all the things that he did when she wasn't ready for love. Now that she was ready for love, she was looking for him, but she eventually found him, right? But she had to go through her karma or basically, right, or God's wrath for the being unfair toward people, being not open to love after she claimed that she wanted love, right? Not praying to God about this person or these people, but just doing what she wanted to do, say what she wanted to say. And after she went through these hard experiences, she remembered, I want the one that loved me the most. And in our situation, right, even if it's not a romantic relationship, we know that Jesus is the one that loves us the most. So if you awake in love, you invite the good Lord Jesus in your heart and you're not ready to change, God is going to make it away for you don't to do nothing but have to change just like the beloved right she had to go through all these hard circumstances so she wanted to do the right thing and find the one that loves her so when you go through certain trauma and then you invite God in your life and you're not ready for change and you're not ready to do the right thing you're not ready to be open to love but Jesus is dwelling in your heart oh he's gonna make you turn back around and want to do the right thing and want to be around loving people and want to be loved yourself after going through so many different harsh circumstances you will want to appreciate love you will want the good lord uh will to be done in your life you will pray to god right to help you do the right thing and lead you to the right people because nobody likes pain right and some uh, sometimes even if you're doing the right thing you have to go through different pain and it's not for us sometimes, sometimes our story is for somebody else, right? So sometimes you can't tell God how to use you. He will allow you to go through certain circumstances so you can show his glory through you. He can show his glory through you. And then you can be the light for somebody else that may be willing to give up or struggling, right? So you can let them know, man, I went to God when I was in this difficult time. Man, I understand how you feel, right? You show up being that loving person. Or if you have to learn how to love the harsh way. God will put you through certain situations. Like I said, he'll let you bend, but he's not going to break you, right? You're going to get through it. Even if you have a mustard seed of faith, but keep praying, keep believing better things can happen for you and build up your self-esteem and your courage and try to be a loving person and learn how to accept love and give love. With that being said, this is the end of my show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you need a life coach, you can book me on keepmedifferent.com. I also sell furniture, clothing, and just different things of that nature. Until next week, God bless. Welcome to My Two Cents Podcast with evangelist Walisa Norris. In this world, both good and evil exists. We all have a choice to choose whether we will walk in love or hate towards one another, despite our difference in culture, religion, race, or opinions. Every day, 
the separation grows, and the ways of God are often ignored. People lose their way and often allow evil to play out amongst others, leaving emotional damage and unhealed wounds in the hearts of others. Do you believe in Satan, evil spirits, or demons? That is the spirit that controls a narcissistic personality. That spirit comes in like an angel of light, but the truth or love is not in it. You will be left in devastation, shock, and feelings of betrayal by the damage they cause in your emotional health by being in a relationship with these types of personality disorders. The good news is healing is possible once you allow Jesus to do the mending and fixing of your heart and mind.